Hi, everyone. Welcome to Mama Wears Athleisure. I am your host, Mariella de Santiago, a first-time mom. We focus on all things mom with tips to help make life easier and more organized for all you mamas out there. Welcome, everyone. Today, we're here with Adriana. Adriana is a working mom and also a stay-at-home mom and a small business owner. So three in one. Hi. So um, I am, like you said, a uh, well, previous educator, and then I went to work from home. I still work in a school setting, but it's like an online charter, which is really nice because I get to work from home. Um, and before I left the classroom to work for the online charter, I started a small business. Um, it was kind of like mid-pandemic project. And once I started working from home, I also became pregnant and then I ended up with three jobs. So now I get to work from home, run my small business and also care for uh, the baby. Yeah. So it, it was kind of just all fell into place. I didn't necessarily go out seeking to have this much responsibility all the time. But I think who I am as a person is that I like to stay busy and I like to just constantly be doing things. Um, my fiance says that I'm like task manager. That's like my my title, my role is that I constantly like to be doing tasks. So three jobs is pretty suitable for who I am as a person. Oh my gosh. So I follow you and I see you posting, um, posting, you know, you're working from home, but then you've got your baby in the background and she is nine months, right? Yeah. And then in the evenings, you're posting about your small business. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Sometimes I'm lucky yeah. if I can wash my face by noon and then, like, yeah. okay, well, at least I brushed my teeth. Thank goodness. Yeah. yeah. So, it's how a, do you do it? It's a little it? bit crazy. I mean, it is a little bit crazy. There are some days that I feel like just really overwhelmed where I'm like, why do I not know how to slow down? And then other days when I get things accomplished and I'm like, yes, I was made to do this. I was made to be the multitasking person that, you know, completes everything and feels so accomplished. Um, but I think the biggest part of all of it is just that I have such a strong support system. So like working from home, I do have a job that requires me to be like on screen and Zoom calls and meetings two days a week. Um, my schedule is kind of flexible, so I get to schedule that myself and figure out what days. So I've blocked out um, two days that are concentrated with just Zoom meetings back to back to back, like all day long. Um, and then I do a lot of the back end paperwork. But the days that I have meetings, I typically will have my mother-in-law here. She's like partially retired and she's just like a huge, huge help, like a second mom, basically. So having her around helps a lot and being able to like know that the baby can be with somebody trusted and I can focus on my work and, you know, the schedule will be followed and it will be respected, you know, our wishes as parents and what we want for her. But a lot of that, a lot of like having the support, a lot of lists, a lot of like Alexa, please write down this on the grocery list. You know, that's probably the biggest support that I don't know how well I would function without the technology support. <laughs> oh, Alexa's listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> did she but just yeah. pop up? <laughs> yeah, she did. But I mean, I think that's a big part of it also is like, there are so many parts of my day that I, I just do and don't really think about like, you know, writing down groceries or knowing what, you know, dog food is needed or trash bags or, you know, reminding myself to go to the dry cleaners. Um, just little things like that that I have to keep in mind constantly. But I'm such a list 
person. Like I love to write things down and I like to track things like that. And that's truly how I get things done. Um, I'm a calendar person, so I'll calendar everything, you know, like what days bills are due or what days, you know, certain activities are happening. Um, currently I have it so that like my Wednesdays are filled with activities like this the day we take her to swim. It's the day, you know, like I get up in the morning, go work out, come home, do some work, take her to swim at lunch and then come home. So it's just super regimented. I think more than anything is like the organization, the lists, all of that is kind of what helps, but also kind of what makes you feel crazy. <laughs> I love, you know, this. I, <laughs> yeah. I put everything down and I think it's, I just get that satisfaction of being able to yeah. check it off. Like, even if it's as simple as do load of towels. I know yeah. it sounds silly, but I'm like, yes, I accomplished uh-huh. something. <laughs> yeah. You know what? And I think like as, as that A type personality, it's like, it's a pro, but it also could be a con at times. Cause I know my fiance has been like, do you realize that you give yourself anxiety and you make yourself crazy by all these like unset expectations you set for yourself? But it's such a double-edged sword because if I don't, then I feel so much anxiety about things that need to get done. And if I yeah. do, then I have so much anxiety about things that need to get done. It's just the reality of being a mom, you know, <laughs> just like yeah, either I have just, it written down and I know, or I, I don't, and I'm stressed out, you know? And it's also <laughs> just like a way to just keep track of not forgetting things because mm-hmm. <laughs> if you don't have it written down and then you forget like packing mm-hmm. or you know, just little things, like even when it comes to packing up her trips, I have to yep. write everything down. And mm-hmm. I even, I start like a week in advance because I hate packing, but I love it. <laughs> Not yeah. as much anymore now with the yeah. little one. <laughs> I know. I, we've only done a couple of travel trips and like traveling itself. It's at the first time we left, I was like, this is so fun. I'm so excited. I got my list out because also similarly have a list for packing. I got it out. And by the time I had everything put together, I was like, oh my gosh, that was so much work. <laughs> like Just packing so to much. leave. <laughs> yes. And kids need so much. I know. And that's one thing that I feel like when I, before I had Mila, I feel like I had so many people tell me babies don't need a lot. They just need a bed and they just need love, which I don't disagree with. But I also feel like, no, in order to make our lives smooth and like for me to not feel like a crazy person, she also needs toys to play with. She also needs pacifiers. She also needs, you know, a diaper. She also needs a variety of like types of sleepers to sleep in so she's not cold. She can't just sleep. You know, she's used to like her routine. And although babies could make it and they could be resilient, part of me feels like it's my responsibility as mom to make sure that she's comfortable and like, you know, she has the basic necessities beyond a clean diaper, you know? Well, and it's also so, easier for you. Like, yeah, mentally, <laughs> if they're content and exactly. happy, then you know yeah. that things are going to be a lot smoother for you. Yeah, exactly. So that was the one thing that I remember people telling me, like, babies don't need a lot. Don't worry about it. And now I'm like, no, babies actually do need quite a bit. And, and not like in the consumer sense of they need every single thing. But more of the like, no, there are so many tools in place right now that we have access to that if we have them, why not use them? You know, like it's helpful for us in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. And actually that brings me to my next question. So on the days that you are working and that you don't have that Mm -hmm. help, what do you do? How do you keep her occupied? How are you able to like multitask? (laughs) I would say probably functioning at like 60% of my actual multitasking capacity. And giving myself enough grace to know that that's enough. I think that like personality wise, there are a lot of moms who feel like if you're not giving 100%, you're not giving enough. But the reality is that I think I've come to a place of like, if I give 60% of myself and my ability to multitask, I'm still doing more than nothing at all. You know, so when it comes time to like 
sit down and get stuff done. One, we really do work on a schedule. So like I try to get her up at a certain time. You know, I use that app Huckleberry, which is really, really helpful because it dictates her like, or predicts, excuse me, her nap time, which is really nice. So like I'll log when she goes to sleep, log when she wakes up. And then it tells you like, based on your sleep windows, she will be up at such and such time. And something as simple as that takes the thought process of how many hours until she goes to sleep. Like it sounds silly, but I don't need to like, what time does she wake up? What time does she go to bed? I just log it. And then when it, throughout the day, you know, it'll remind me like 20 minutes, her nap time's coming up and I, I'll go, oh, it's time for her nap. Technology's my friend, like totally my friend all the time. But beyond that, when she does go down for a nap is when I really try to focus on getting like computer work done. Because like I had mentioned in my story yesterday, I case manage. That's like my only job is to case manage. So I have all these students that I case manage for. And as you know, you know, as a previous educator, like especially in special ed, it's a lot of case managing. You know, you're managing like meetings and signatures and documents and sending them out and receiving emails and all of these things. And so when I don't have her awake, that's kind of when I do that concentrated work. When I do have her awake and I have things to do, I will typically either put her in the front room and have her play with her toys. We have a rain camera in the front room, so I'll set that up and I have a little iPad that I watch on my desk while she's playing in the front room. And we're fortunate in that our house is like small and cozy. And so it's literally just like a two minute, if even that 30 second walk to get her. Make sure the gate is up, make sure she has enough toys, make sure she, you know she's changed bed. And I just keep an eye on her while I'm working. So that's one way that when she's awake and she's playing independently, I'll do that. In our office, I have a little space where I have the TV and I'll have her watch Miss Rachel. <laughs> that's Miss Rachel. She's awesome. Miss Rachel. <laughs> yeah, Miss Rachel, our friend. Trying to keep her busy and occupied, it's, it's hard. I don't know. I think the other thing I often tell myself, too, is like, it's just for now. It's not forever. Like, I think that mindset is really helpful as a new mom because it's so easy to feel super overwhelmed. But then the reality that, like, they're only going to be this little for so long, you know, is really nice. Like, okay, this is just for now. And I got to soak it up because it's not forever. You know, yeah. I know we've talked about that before and you've, you know, like, yeah, like it's just, he's so little and he may not always give me snuggles. And it's so true. Like she may not always want to, you know, hang out with me and be, be in the same room as me and things. So I'm enjoying yeah. it while I can. <laughs> well, and you also made a, a really good point about the fact that like, they don't always need us to keep them entertained. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the most mm-hmm. silly things keeps, keeps them entertained. Like I have uh-huh. two boxer dogs and he loves to just yeah. pet them. I mean, he can stare at them for mm-hmm. hours and be totally content or, <laughs> yeah. you know, for him, it's look, finding what he knows he is supposed to stay away from. Or I always mm-hmm. take away like shoes, you know, my slippers. Yeah. No, you can't have my slippers no, or no, you, you can't, can't have my coffee. <laughs> Yeah, that's totally. Yeah. And that keeps him so stimulated and makes him kind of work towards being able to access that item that he knows Mm -hmm. he can't have. Yeah, I think the big part is like you said, you know, keeping things away from him that, you know, something that they can play with. Having a designated space that like is safe for her is, you know, accessible to things that she's interested in and basically like will occupy her and stimulate her own thinking it's probably one of the biggest things because babies don't need to be entertained as much as we think they do. And I really think there's a lot of value to that. Like I don't want her to be in need of my constant attention and stimulated with like toys that have light ups and sounds and things like that. So we do a lot of the like Montessori Waldorf based toys because I want her to follow her creativity and try her best to like entertain herself while also growing her skills. So I think that really helps a lot is that from the very beginning, we really aimed to do a lot of 
uh, Montessori-based toys. None of her standard toys had like the, you know, the music to them or things like that. It's like super limited what we have. And I think that's kind of helped her learn that she can just bang something together and that's a piece of entertainment, you know, so she's really good at entertaining herself. And I do like the fact that like, we're also very minimalist when it comes to his Mm. toys. I feel like he has a lot of toys, but he really doesn't have a ton. Mm -hmm. And I try to get the toys that are going to be right for his age range, like stacking or things like that in and out, you know, so that he's starting to get that exposure. Yeah. he doesn't even use them the way that they're supposed to be used. I mean, we have these yeah. little like stacking cups and he loves to put one stacking cup in his mouth. It fits uh-huh. perfectly in his mouth and it's silicone. And it looks so funny because he looks like he's got clown lips whenever he puts this in. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. It entertains him. He's learning. He's feeling yeah. textures. <laughs> you know, it keeps yeah. him entertained and that's exactly yeah. what I need. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just a lot of like figuring out safe spaces and allowing them to you know, explore on their own and knowing that she doesn't need me every moment of every day, but still being within close proximity, because I think like a lot of the times, even as a previous teacher, my mindset was always, my job is to keep you safe. And that's my main priority is like, she's safe. She's content. She's happy. She's fed. She's changed. Now I'm going to focus my work, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, like, even like we were talking, you know, a minute ago is you're like, he's rolling around in his bed, you know, it's like, it's okay for him to kind of get to a place of adjustment, you know, and like, it's okay to not constantly be there at every moment is kind of what I've come to terms with because I think that a lot of where that comes from is like the educational background of being a teacher as you know you're kind of like nope you can do it you got it you know I think we're both similar in that sense of like learning to have kids be independent and do things by themselves and become self-sufficient and contributing members of society yeah (laughs) so like it transfers over to like our momhood you know exactly and like any, if you react to every little thing, like, oh, he's crying, I need to go and get yeah. in there right away and make sure that he doesn't yeah. cry. Then all I'm doing is teaching him that all he has to do is scream. And here comes mom mm-hmm. rescuing <laughs> me from the crib. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think getting comfortable with that too, because I don't know that everybody has that innately in them. I think that us and our background is just easy to feel that like, it's okay, they'll be okay, you know, but not everybody yeah. has that. You know, when he was a lot younger, and I would hear him cry. I just it felt it hurt me. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't just let him cry. Yeah. So it was kind of a little bit of a learning That's progress fine. for me. Like mm-hmm. I, I need to be okay with letting him realize like it's time to go to bed and you're mm-hmm. going to learn to self-soothe. And if that mm-hmm. means that you need to cry for five minutes, yeah. then you're going to cry for five minutes. Yeah. You're yeah. Okay. And I mean, there's still moments where like even last night, you know, she was upset about something and she was starting to fall asleep. And I looked at Chris and I was like, should I go get her? And he's like, I think she'll be okay. And sure enough, like literally a minute later, she's knocked out. I was like, okay, she was, she was just starting to fall asleep. (laughs) So I wanted to know a little bit more about your small business. Tell us a little bit about your business and then how many hours on average do you think you're spending right now doing that? Because you do, you do full time with your case management. You do literally full time (laughs) with your parenting. (laughs) Yeah. uh Uh-huh. So my business is called Hi Honey. Um, it's a charcuterie business, small business, again, that was born out of the pandemic um, when everybody was like home and couldn't do anything. It was just like a nice, oh, this sounds fun to do. And then slowly people were like, I feel like you can make this a business. And so when I first started, I feel like I was giving a lot more time and energy to it because I spent a lot of time really building the like foundation of it. 
my fiance is the business person. And, and so he really just told me like, you really need to lay the foundation for it. Like start up your brand, get your systems in place, you know, like decide how things work, what your, you know, your, the financial aspect of it, all these things get them in place. And I think, again, who I am as a person is very routine, very systematic, very like organized and consistent, I guess is the best word for it. And so I got in place my booking system. I started my website, you know, I set out all my social media. I did my branding all from the get-go. Like I spent a lot of time doing that. As time went on, it's going to, it's actually two years this month that it's been active. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. I was really, really busy that first year. And then I was busy for about a solid year. And within the last, last year or so, it just kind of slowed down mainly because I was pregnant. And then when I, when I realized I had to really, really slow down, I was about seven months pregnant and I was doing a charcuterie class and I was on my feet for like, I don't know, like five or six hours at like seven months pregnant. And I was so tired. I just remember thinking like, okay, I got to cut back somewhere because I'm really exhausted. I was still teaching in the classroom at that point. And after work would went to do the charcuterie class. So I'd been up for a long time and I was just kind of like, I needed to just scale it back a little bit and decide what was going to be, you know, my priority. And at that time I was being pregnant and being healthy. <laughs> so from that point forward, I just kind of scaled it back and stopped doing as much like advertising for it and as much like time and energy into just putting out, you know, sales or deals or like really keeping up on my social media essentially. And since then, I give maybe about five to six hours a week total. And it's honestly, it's been super consistent. I've had a consistent contract the whole two years with a winery, which has been really nice. So that's been every week. So every week I have a set of orders for them. That's Um, awesome. Yeah. And then beyond that, like, even though I haven't done really any advertising between Google and Yelp and Instagram and sometimes Facebook, there'll be people who just reach out and say, hey, this is what I need. And so because they put it in through the order form, I don't necessarily like know these people. I'll just get order requests and, you know, I'll receive it. I'll see it. I have an automated system that responds to it and says, hey, we'll get back to you in 24 to 48 hours. And then once I have the chance, I'll sit down and either I'll do it on my computer in the evening when the baby's asleep, or I'll do it from my phone, you know, create the invoice, send it out, they do the payment, and then I have the order. And so then this is the part where the technology comes into place, because a lot of the times, you know, I'll be making lunch or, you know, prepping a bottle for the baby, and I'll think, oh, I have orders this weekend, so I'll go, hey, you know, robot robot assistant I have in my home, can you write down, you know, that I need you know, I need to buy grapes, I need to buy this cheese, I need to go to Costco, I need to go here. And then I have it all out of my brain and on something physical that I can go to. And I think it, it allows like my brain space to be more available, essentially. So I basically just use every single technological resource I have <laughs> between Miss Rachel, the iPad, the ring camera, the Alexa, you know, it's like, those are my supports. <laughs> well, and if you have them, why not use them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely also use technology a lot. Like just, you know, here I've been just staring at him yeah, <laughs> be yeah. a little dramatic, but he'll calm down. <laughs> so I think that's a big part of it is just like, it, it's about five to six hours a week and concentrated work is typically. So like I set aside in my calendar again, I have listed, you know, for my weekly orders that come out every Thursday evening, I'll say Thursday evening is my time to focus on this. And I set it apart. And so my fiance is great in that he knows, you know, like every week, this is a consistent thing I have. 
And so I'll say like, hey, this evening, I really need your help, you know, with this, that or the other, I'm going to be focusing on the orders. And so he's able to like step in and do whatever it is, you know, that we typically do with baby at nighttime. That takes me maybe two to three hours. But again, because it's such a consistent routine, it's not as time consuming, I think, as it once was. The other thing that I also utilize a lot of is Instacart. There, there was a point in which I was going, I was still teaching in the classroom. I would make my list. And then as soon as I got off of work, I would run straight to Costco or, you know, whatever. I would do all my shopping. I would come home. I would have to unload it. And then I'd have to get start on my orders. And then I'd have to, you know, deliver, figure out delivery, all of those things. And then at some point, I just decided, you know what, this is going to be part of my business. I'm going to use Instacart as my primary, you know, grocery retrieval because getting out the door, getting all the groceries I needed, getting it all done, like washed, sorted out, put together was so time consuming. So it was one of those pieces of like, this is how I'm going to outsource this to still be able to accomplish the things I need. A lot of drive up, a lot of Instacart, a lot of like support, you know, and in, in these resources that we can have access to. I mean, I know that it gets kind of pricey, like when you're talking, I don't know if you've ever used Instacart, but like Instacart, everything's marked up for the most part. <laughs> One of it, it's part of business. So it's like, I, I count for that in the business. If it's anything that I need just for our home, I'll usually do like a target drive up order. So that that's why it's only five to six hours a week, because I don't have to go to the grocery store. I literally will do it while she's starting to fall asleep. I'll, I'll like, there's literally been mornings at like two or three o'clock in the morning, and if she wakes up, that I'll pull my phone out and go... I need to order from Costco and I'll pull my Instacart order up the app and order. And then by, you know, 11 o'clock, it's here at my front door. Those are things that I utilize also, you know, but it is time consuming to like think of going out to the store and do those kinds of things. So a lot of, oh, it uh, is, it's so time consuming. <laughs> yeah. I know I, <laughs> I saw love... that you went to Trader Joe's and I'm like, oh my gosh, 17 minutes. That's so fast. <laughs> But then again, you know, I'm very fortunate that I was able to go on what was it, a Wednesday at like yeah. noon <laughs> yeah, yeah, when no one is you there. Go in and out. Yeah. Yes. I have my list and I have like a route. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I know exactly what I'm yeah. grabbing, where it's at. But I, I know. love and Target Drive Up. Oh, that's like my best friend. Seriously, Target Drive Up is the best thing ever. Like Target rules all right now. It's like such a such a convenient feature to just like drive so up convenient. and get my order and go. So convenient. within two hours, I love that. that yeah. it's not like you know, there's other stores where I've like ordered from Ralphs, and it's like, oh, you yeah. can't pick up until tomorrow. I'm like, but I need it now. I don't need it tomorrow. <laughs> I, need it now. I know <laughs> that's yeah, that's me too. But yeah, so I mean, that's kind of how this the the small business goes. Um, it's been great. Like. The holidays are coming up, so I'm probably going to be ramping it up again, you know, and just kind of now that I'm not pregnant, thankfully, and then being able to be on my feet. Holiday orders, those are typically the busiest times of year just because people like to do, you know, celebrate and not have to where they outsource things like I do, you know, my grocery shopping. Yeah, it's a crazy, it's a crazy time. But honestly, I think even in just having this conversation with you, like, I feel like the realization I come to is that I just lean into all the support that I can get leaning into like my mother-in-law. She's a huge, huge help. Like, I don't even know that I'd be able to do it without her. You know, that's a big piece of being able to get stuff done, you know, is finding a a system of support of people who are willing to like help and accepting it, you know? And I think the other thing is my type A, when I first got pregnant, was really worried that people weren't going to do things the way I wanted them to do it, that it wasn't right. (laughs) I mean, you're laughing because I think you know what I'm talking about exactly. Like, (laughs) I was really, really worried about that, you know, like, oh, my gosh, what if, you know, and like my therapist once told me I was talking to her about my fiance and him putting dishes away and like how he doesn't do it the right way. 
you know, and her response was very like, okay, so what? And it like stunned me where I was like, well, they're like not in the right spot. And she's like, okay, so what? And I can't <laughs> and I like, find it. I can't find it. Really, <laughs> yeah. But I really didn't have an answer, you know, like, and that realization of like, if there are people that are willing to help you, even if they don't do it like you want to a T, what's the, what's the, you know, the alternative, either I'm stressed out and overwhelmed because I have this pile of dishes and towels to put away, or they're put away, albeit incorrectly, they're put away, <laughs> you know, like, it's a help, you know, it's like learning to just accept the help and let things be because I think I was really worried about that. And my house is nowhere near what it was before the baby, like, at all. There's no way that I can keep up the same way that I used to, like, you see this guest room right here. This was actually a guest room that was well put together. Not anymore. Learning to let go of things that I think weren't as important as I thought they were. You know, I am one that like, I think we both kind of believe like your space is a big piece of your like internal energy. Like if you feel like a mess outside, you're probably a mess on the inside type thing. But I learned like, okay, if I can make my bed, you know, if I can put the dishes away, if the kids' toys can be stacked away where they need to be, and for the most part, everything looks fairly clean, we're good, you know? I think that was the big thing for me is just like learning to let go a little bit, like no white knuckle grip. <laughs> I'm getting better at it. But yeah, I struggle yeah. with that too. Yeah. Like I was always the person that as soon as I got up, my bed had to be made. I don't think I've made my bed this week, <laughs> but yeah. you know, I have done laundry and I've swept. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. After, you know, I'm learning to accept uh-huh. the fact that I have to be able to do one or the other, and I'm not going to have this spotless home Mm -hmm. other than when the cleaners come and it's great Uh because it lasts for like a couple hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, the other thing just for now, not forever, you know, like I think that like eventually, you know, the kids will be grown up and they'll one, be able to care for their own areas, you know, have their own chores, do their own things, but also there'll probably be a time in life where our houses are spotless again. And we're like, oh my gosh, remember what I take for like a pile of laundry on the bed, you know, just to have my baby back again. You know? So I think like eventually that comes, you know, yeah, but I do think about yeah, like forever. Yeah. I'm not as sleep deprived as I was when yeah. he was a newborn, but I do miss like that. Just being able to hold him and cuddle him and cuddle? Yeah. yes. Like, is he not as cuddly as uh, mine is not. mine is not. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's not as cuddly anymore. So other than when he was sick, which yeah, I was like, okay, uh-huh. it's a bummer that he doesn't feel good, but, but I get cuddles. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. I hear that completely. I think just letting go a little bit. That's like it is just letting go a little bit of the control and and accepting the help. A huge, yeah, huge, huge thing. That's that's a big, big part of it. And like, I know that not everybody has the like same support, but one thing that. I feel like I, somebody told me before I had the baby was like, if somebody comes over and says like, Hey, what can you help with? Like you can say, do you mind, you know, like putting these ladies dishes? Like it seems silly, but like, I think about it from my perspective and I'm very much like a helping type of person. Like I want to serve people. I want to be there to help them and do things. You know, if you're moving out, I'll be like, I'll be there to help you move out or, you know, I'll help you do this. So I think like in my own mind, getting over the fact that when people offered help, they really meant it. It wasn't just like something people said, you know? It's like accepting it and knowing that like everybody's in it together. Everybody needs help. Everybody is there for each other, you know? And if somebody is offering it, then take it, you know? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. That's like a big thing. I laughed though. You said a minute ago about like the bed thing, about making your bed. The other day, um, it was a weekend and Crystal woke up 
and I typically typically will make the bed in the morning and he didn't make the bed when he woke up because he woke up after me and I was like hey I have a question for you and he's like what is it I was like if I don't make the bed does it bother you and he said no not at all and I said really and he's like no I was like so when I make the bed like does it does it mean anything he's like it's nice he's like but I don't feel bothered by it and I was like that's so interesting because I think that like it's easy for me to think of everybody thinking through my lens and I would put the pressure on myself like I have to make the bed because Chris is gonna get home and he's probably gonna feel the same way I feel like oh my gosh this is so messy but to him it didn't matter you know like it doesn't matter if the bed's made sure it feels nice you know to come into a room with a bed that's made but if it's between making the bed and feeding Mila to not be late to a meeting at work feeding Mila should take the priority because he doesn't actually care you know and so I think that conversation was super telling because I'm like oh wow he doesn't actually care in the same way I do, you know, like I hold priority to so many things that to him probably like, I don't care. It doesn't matter. You know, <laughs> like, I think that's also that you're type A coming through, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, if it bothers it's you, it's, it doesn't always bother them. Like yeah. learning that <laughs> just because it irritates me, <laughs> they might not even notice even it. Notice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's another, another thing that's really funny. It's just like, the idea that everybody functions so differently. <laughs> yeah, I've been having a lot of those realizations like, oh, we're all different. Like we, yeah. but it's just nice to learn off of somebody else, mm -hmm. like what works for them, what doesn't mm -hmm. work. And maybe something that didn't work ends up working mm -hmm. for you. I feel like I'm in that process of trial and error right now with Luciano, with the teething. Yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm. I think he's getting all four of his top teeth in. So it's Ooh. pretty painful for all yeah. of us. I know. And that's another thing. Like I recently had a friend who um, I had mentioned that Mila was teething and she, um, she told me that they use this like natural teething gel. And I was like, never would have thought of that. I don't know why I didn't think about that. So same day, you know, target order drive up and it helped a ton, you know, just like little things like that, where it's like just having conversations with people and you're like, oh yeah, light bulb moment. Why didn't I think of that? You know? Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's what's so helpful about talking to other new moms that are going through yeah. the similar stages. And even if they're just a couple months apart, because they are in mm -hmm. such different stages, like mm -hmm. they teeth at different times, they start crawling at different times. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and I everything. like that you like mentioned the gate and I keep thinking about how I need to get a gate because he's been rolling yeah. around more. And Today I was like, okay, you know what? I I need to just let him explore. Yeah. I just like sat him down in the kitchen floor and let him just like mm -hmm. watch me as I got my lunch together. I'm like, I can't keep holding him, but he clearly yeah. wants to keep an eye on me. So yeah. Well, thank you so much. I love all of these yeah. realizations, like using all of your resources. And yeah. when somebody offers help, like be direct and tell them what they mm -hmm. can help you with. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. Like super helpful. Oh, letting go of these expectations that we set on ourselves and communicating with your partner about mm -hmm. what does, doesn't work or what bothers them. So you can have that yeah, understanding of like, okay, maybe I don't need mm -hmm. to make the bed every day. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. And then the just for now, not forever, you know, yes. just, just yeah. for now, it's not forever. I feel okay. like that also got me through grad school because I was so like, oh my gosh, there's so much to do. It's like, it's just for now, not forever. And now I'm like, I want to go back to grad school where the stress is just about assignments and nothing more. <laughs> you know, when he you was, know? um, when Luciano was waking up a lot more regularly in the middle of the uh -huh. night, I would just tell myself like, it's okay. I'm going to miss holding him. I'm going to miss holding him mm -hmm. as just kind of a way to get through it. Mm -hmm. And the sleep deprivation 
<laughs> and now he yeah. wants to be so independent, but yeah, we do have, come to have back those little to mantras. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, it is so helpful and just kind of, I feel like keeps you sane and makes sane. you realize. Like, <laughs> I know it's I know. just a temporary situation that yep. I'm going to miss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for sure. I know I'm right there with you, right there with you. <laughs> well, thank you again so much. Yeah, I so appreciate welcome. everything yeah. that you just shared with us. Yeah. Everyone else will too. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for our next episode. You can find us on Instagram for more updates and tips. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts and give us a review if you like us.